Welcome back to episode 28 of the My Supreme Self podcast. My name is Erica, and if you're new here, welcome. This podcast is all about gaining tools to become more self-aware and better understand ourselves, and in turn, how we can better show up for others in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that you're here. Yesterday, we talked all about how we can find more freedom in our life, and today we are talking about the seven spiritual laws of success, which is a book written by Deepak Chopra, and it is one of my absolute favorite books that I read last year, and I wanted to go over these seven spiritual laws today, which anyone can apply to their own life, whether you uh, consider yourself spiritual or not, so I hope you enjoy today's episode. Before we dive in, let's pause and take a deep breath together. In The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, Deepak Chopra discusses ways to manage surviving in the natural world without desperate striving. I think many of us grew up with the belief that achieving success requires tireless hard work, determination, and intense ambition. And as a result, we may have struggled for a while to reach a lot of our goals, but wound up feeling exhausted and our lives out of balance. And what I really love about this book is that it reveals that such desperate striving isn't necessary or even worth it. And in the natural world, creation in nature comes with ease. A seed doesn't struggle to become a tree. It simply becomes a tree. Flowers don't try to bloom. They simply bloom. And in the book, there are seven really powerful principles that we can all put into practice to direct us in a way that we can authentically achieve our goals with ease. The first law is the law of pure potentiality. And this law is based on the fact that we are in our purest state, pure consciousness. Pure consciousness is pure potentiality and the field of possibility is really endless. It is our spiritual essence. We are infinite and unbound and also pure joy. This includes pure knowledge, infinite silence, invincibility, simplicity, and bliss. And this is our our natural state. When you discover your natural or your essential nature and who you really are, knowing itself is the ability to fulfill any dream that you have because you are eternal possibility. It really means that we can become whoever we want to be and us in our natural state is... Is, is infinite and boundless. So how can we apply the law of pure potentiality in our daily lives? This is really about creating stillness and tapping into our inner creativity through silence, meditation, and non-judgment. So observing the thoughts that come within your mind, letting them pass. Also spending more time in nature will give you access to a lot of the qualities inherent like creativity, freedom, and bliss. And practicing silence can be difficult, um, but it's really about making a commitment to have time, have time in your life to simply be. Be within your own presence, be within your own mind, observe the thoughts that are coming in and out and letting them come and pass, focusing on your breath and really being still. This law is all about silence, meditation, stillness, and practicing non-judgment. The second law is the law of giving and receiving. 
this one is important because there's always a dynamic exchange of giving and receiving. And this is the ebb and flow really that is happening constantly. And our willingness to give that which we seek will keep abundance in our lives. And wherever we go, whoever we encounter, we can practice giving. It can be a compliment, a gift, or just simply positive thoughts to other people. We really have the opportunity to give and be generous in every aspect of our life. And we can also practice receiving as well. So if people offer to help, really receiving that with open arms. If people give you a gift, being you know grateful for any kind of gift, even if it is somebody giving you their time, there's always an exchange of giving and receiving. And we can create a more abundant life and work towards more success if we practice giving and receiving in our daily lives. Third is the law of karma. The law of karma really talks about, you know, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So we give what we receive and understanding that if we are putting positivity and positive light and energy out into the world, that will come back to us and choosing actions that bring happiness and success to others ensure that the flow of happiness and success come back to us. So again, this goes back to we treat others how we inherently see ourselves, And so be mindful of how we are speaking to other people um, because typically this is how we speak to ourselves in our, you know, in our own minds. Third is the law of least effort, which we talked all about this. This is when we accept people, situations, and events as they are, and we take responsibility for our situation and all events that happen to us, even if they are challenging or difficult. We really give up the need to defend our point of view. We are accepting things in our life as they are. Fourth is the law of intention and desire. And in every intention, there is a desire. So, you know, we all have desires in our life and we need to understand the intention behind our desires. So asking ourselves why. An easy way to practice this is writing a list of all your desires in life, whether it be, you know, your your current work life goals and desires, your personal desires, you know, do you want to have a family? Do you want to live in a certain place? What do you want to accomplish? And, you know, look at this list of your desires. And then ask yourself, what is the intention behind these desires? Why do you want to reach this goal? Why do you want to accomplish this specific desire? Next is the law of detachment, which is allowing yourself and others the freedom to be who they are. Don't try to force things to be the way that you wish they were. Accept them as they are. And uncertainty is really the only guarantee in life. So the more we can practice detachment from outcomes, detachment from expectations, the more we're able to be in the present moment and accept things as they are. This doesn't mean to emotionally remove yourself from life, but just to not have such high expectations. And again, this doesn't mean having low goals. It simply means the more we're able to detach from an outcome, the more we'll able, we're able to focus on our, our inputs, you know, our mindset, our, you know, the things that are in our immediate control. And lastly is the law of dharma, 
which is seeking your higher self, discover your unique talents, ask yourself how you are best suited to serve this world, remove your ego, think about what are your skills and what can people really learn from you. Everybody has unique qualifications, unique skill set, unique perspectives. We all truly are here for a purpose. I do truly believe that. And they're all unique. So thinking about what is your higher self? What does your highest self look like? What do, you know? What does your highest self think like? You know, feel like. Really be specific and really dig deep. I think that's one major goal of mine this year is to really think about my highest potential and you know, being patient with myself. Again, it's it's learning to remove yourself from the attachment of an outcome, but also doing everything in your power within our day-to-day lives, through our daily routine, and really moving forward in the most fulfilled way. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure you subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you don't miss an episode and visit mysupremeself.com and sign up for our email newsletter. Next episode, we will be talking all about relationships, which you won't want to miss. I hope you have the best day and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow.